This episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts built to last a lifetime, two if you count the cows. Visit kendallhyde.com slash madcast and use the promo code MADCAST to receive 15% off your order. Welcome to the best debate in the universe, the only debate show where I argue both sides of an issue and you decide which side is more persuasive. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Sean, the audio engineer. Hello, Maddox. And welcoming back, Rucka Rucka Ali. Hold on. Turn down the goddamn fucking music! <laughs> and welcome to the best debate for the first time, Erin Tillman, the dating advice girl. Hi, thanks for having me. Good to have you. And also, the host of a radio show right here in Los Angeles. Yes. On 99.3 FM, is that correct? KCLA FM, that's correct. KCLA FM. And what's the show? Well, I'm known as the dating advice girl, so it's called... The Dating Advice Girl Radio Show. Very appropriate. It I tells know. you what the show's about. You know what it's about. Exactly. Yeah. I give dating advice. D- and now, do you have live callers or do you have like write-ins? Um, I used to do live calling, but I'm lazy. So people write me beforehand. I answer questions on the show, but I also give tips. I also interview celebrities. So I do all kinds of things in that realm. Okay. It's a and good show. Check it out, everybody. Yeah. Check, and so yeah. is there is there any kind of like host listener confidentiality agreement or can you talk about some of the questions like uh, what's a crazy question that you received that might have even thrown you off you know what I get a lot of questions lately I've gotten a lot around in like the polyamory realm right so but funny enough those don't throw me off Ah, because I know a little bit about that realm oh so yeah Raka do you know about polyamory do you know what that is no Okay, so Aaron, maybe you're the you're the person to time to explain person. this because I think a lot of listeners yeah. don't know. A lot yeah. of people have never heard of this. Yes, or they think it's something it isn't. Yeah. So polyamory is basically it. The translation is many loves. I think it's Latin, mm-hmm. and it basically it's dating multiple people at the same time, but knowingly. So the yeah. misconception is that it's cheating. Right. But it's not because it's not. everyone says like, for example, if I'm single and I meet somebody, I'm like, "Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm polyamorous." I'm actually not at the moment. Anyway, um, but if you but, were, that's right. how you would introduce say, yourself, like in, say, in a mall. I'm here, right. polyamorous. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so basically, when you enter in a partnership with somebody or want to date them, full disclosure, I'm dating somebody else. So this would be a non-exclusive situation. That's polyamory in a nutshell. I'm leaving out details, but yeah. Right. So I talked to a girl a long time ago on OKCupid. Okay mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to this girl. She seemed really cute. She was mm-hmm. really cool. Seemed really intelligent. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what? She might be she might be qualified to to uh, to talk to a guy like she me, makes right? the cut, maybe. right? Right. And I let her know. I'm like, hey, I, I you made my cut. You made my mm-hmm. list. She was so flattered. And so we're t- I'm talking to her, and then I find out she's she's a polyamorous. Ah. And she says, listen, I have two lovers right now. One's a man. One's a woman. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I have time in my schedule to fit another no, one. No time management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and then it became like this weird, uh, almost like accounting discussion <laughs> where she said, well, my, my Wednesday nights are open. I could grab a coffee. I'm like, yeah, this is too... Uh, no, I'm it's not, a lot. Yeah, I, I don't want to feel like I, I have to... I have to be penciled in yes. for a hookup. No, because for me, on or hookup, exactly. Yeah. No, but for me, honestly, it is a time management issue. I could like some, I could like all these people, but I just, scheduling, scheduling breaks up relationships in Los Angeles. It's the truth. In a lot of places. Yeah. Well, so now that you know what a polyamorous is, is this a lifestyle choice that you uh, might sounds be sounds like something I'd like to learn more about. When is your radio show on again? It's on at 10.30 a.m. on Thursdays. KCLAFM, but go to my KC. website, The Day. 
DatingAdviceGirl.com. Oh, Maddox, she's on a real radio show, a real radio station. Yeah, you know what? That's real too. I know you got your little podcast here, but she's on. Hey, hey, Aaron, can you talk to them? See if maybe they want to talk yeah. to Maddox. Yeah, no, I don't think up the so. Show? I'm not going to. They should come to me. All well, right, I'll all host. Right. I'll host Casey. What is it, Casey? KCLA. Yeah. How about the Madcast Media Network, huh? I mean, that's a real maybe thing. you want to start by, by asking them if they could use someone on the street team, you know, go nope, put some I bumper stickers I'm not going to put there. stickers up there. Oh, but the best part about a radio street team is you get to give out free t-shirts all nope. over town. Okay, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. All right, guys, the results are in from the debate for last week. Last week, I brought in the headline about Pokemon Go, mm. right? Some people were falling off cliffs, oh getting stabbed, oh and, and they were annoying people in the Holocaust museums. <laughs> Is so the question was is, is there not a sacred place? Okay. Yeah, I like how that's number three on the list. I, know. <laughs> I was building. I was heightening. Oh, got right. It. Yeah. So is Pokemon Go worth the risk, or was it too holocaustly? Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Yeah. Correct. Awesome. Awesome job, Maddox. Great joke. How long did you stay up at night writing that? <laughs> that was immediate. Fuck you, Rucka. That was great. I like that a lot. Anyway, guys, I have the results. Yes. Before listening to the debate. 24% thought it was too costly mm-hmm. after listening to the debate. 29% thought it was too costly. Oh, yeah. right. I'm fence there of being statistically significant. <laughs> That's, wow. That is statistically significant, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I actually uh, switched over to the affirmative side. I started playing Pokemon Go. Hey. It was the uh, promise of love and a happy family and all of that that really won me over. Yeah, so Aaron, this yes. is something, maybe this is going to open up horizons for you. Here's some dating advice from a dating Tell advice me. guy. Do right, it. Right? The dating advice Maddox show. Here's the thing. Pokemon Go is yes. great way to date people, I think. See, I don't even really know how it works. I just know people aren't are driving just even more distractedly because they're freaking Pokemoning or something. But don't yep. feed into it. Exactly. <laughs> what a curmudgeon. What a bunch of curmudgeons. <laughs> well, here's what I, I, here's what I truly believe, guys. I think Pokemon Go is great. I think people, <laughs> people who don't like it are idiots and morons. And I, I'm actually making a video on this. I'll probably have it out next week. So yeah. you'll, you'll see my full opinion I'm on gonna Pokemon I'm going to watch it Go. so I can learn. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I'm, I'm having yeah. fun with it. I mean, I'm up to level four. Still got the same fucked up family, but yeah, you're, we'll you, see that, how it goes. That comes like level 10, Rucka. You get uh, a new family. It's one fantastic. One thing at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you get laid at level 11. So Whoa. something to look forward to. Which one of the Pokemon do I get to bang? Squirtle. I'm so glad Wait, I don't know this. Wait, I know, me too. I feel so superior. Wait till you see Squirtle's special move. You know what, Sean? You're so you're so cool. Not in your little ivory tower that's free yeah, of Pokemon. Yeah, free of Pokemon. Your Pokemon tower. Just wait. You'll change your tune when you crash your bike. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Oh. Okay, guys. Moving on though. Yes. I got some voicemail. So uh, I I got a shit ton of voicemail about this. Listen. Oh, to I'll this. bet you did. Yeah. Oh, okay. First of all. Well, I'll just play this. I'll let you guys decide what yes. you think of this. Evolve a coughing into a haunter? They're not even the same kind of fucking Pokemon. One's a ghost. They're just yeah. some fucking rock with a poison symbol on it. Right. Coughing evolves into wheezing. Yeah. It evolves into wheezing. Okay. So some everybody knows that. Are. Yeah. Yeah, some, some some fucking nerd I am. Here, here's the thing. Okay, so there's a po- there are Pokemon in this game, Aaron mm-hmm. and Rucka, that you have to evolve at some point. And sometimes... Pokemon evolve into different creatures of the same lineage or whatever, right? And there's this Pokemon type that they found in the Holocaust Museum, which really offended people because it was a poisonous gas type of Pokemon. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, that, that really okay, offended people. And that's yeah. why Holocaust Museums were like, you know what? No more Pokemon go to our museums. <laughs> but the Pokemon in particular, his name is Coughing, and, and he evolves into uh, a, a wheezing 
Wheezing is the other mm-hmm. form. You know, I, it's a little play on words, I guess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I got a billion fucking corrections. Listen to these idiots. Listen to this guy. Medics, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Coughing does not evolve into a haunter. It evolves into a wheezing, you goddamn pokey casual. You know nothing. <laughs> By the way, tell Jackie I'm available. I'm an American citizen. My shirt size is triple XL. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Write that down. Triple XL shirt size. And also last not week. Not a turn had- on, sorry. You you were you were turned on? You said. No, not. Oh, not turned on. I don't okay. know. If someone told me that, I mean I need more. I need more information. As a dating expert, it's like mm. Triple XL oh. shirt. That's he's what he's interested get. in yeah. Jackie. So Yeah, anyway, he's interested in Jackie. Our guest from last week, our Australian guest. She needs to stay in the country. She needs a green card. So I was trying to find her husband. Here's nice. uh here's some more bullshit voicemail. Just so you know, a coughing evolves into a wheezing, not into a haunter. A ghastly yeah. involved evolves into a haunter. Yeah. And then into a Gengar. Right. Fucking nerds. L- 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 it sounds hey. like Stephen Hawking. A little bit. Seriously, <laughs> 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 Stephen Hawking calling to your show. You got smart listeners here. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, Maddox. <laughs> Coughing? Evolving into Haunter? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Fucking wheezing! You're saying, oh, he's my favorite Pokemon. One of my favorite Pokemon. Coughing, he's so cool. He evolves into Haunter? Oh, my God, you fucking tiny brain. Oh, you, oh, my God. Yeah, you know what? You It is. I was trolling you, you morons. <laughs> Maddox. Coughing evolves into wheezing. Yeah, I got Fuck. it. I got it. I was, I was just making fun of you guys. <laughs> You nerds, these these fucking assholes. Hey, anyway, I got uh, I, you know moving you? on from this fucking coughing. Yeah, it was Sean. It was a, it was a fucking joke. I know what Haunter evolves into. Everyone knows that. that or, I know that that coughing evolves into wheezing. I know that. I mean, that just makes logical sense. Yeah, it makes logical it? sense. It's a play on words. I get it, guys. And since you guys are being so goddamn rude, we're just gonna send you a large T-shirt if you didn't specify <laughs> your size. And if that's not your size. Tough luck. Yeah, you can shove it in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, you know what, Rucka? Here's you're gonna get yours. Here's a voicemail about you. Cool. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. Um, just calling to say I went to Rucka Rucka Ali's website and saw a picture of him, and he looks like Scooter from Borderlands. Scooter from Borderlands. Did you hear that? So I pulled up a picture of Scooter from Borderlands. Oh I want to show you guys. I'll post this on the website, but here's what Scooter looks like. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good looking dude. Doesn't that look right. exactly like... Wait, look can I this, see? Yeah. Look at, this yeah picture, is- look at this picture of Rucka. Scooter from Border- yeah, Borderlands. Yeah, that guy's ripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks ripped. like a badass. Hey, thanks, true. man. Two, two t-shirts for this guy. No, right. zero t-shirts. Still zero t-shirts. Anyway, I'll post that on the website. What? No, they're not getting shirts. Also, I should say, so many idiots on the website were saying, uh, Maddox, what does Jackie look like? I want to know what Jackie looks like before I marry her. <laughs> There's a picture of her on the fucking front page of the website, morons. Just go to the website. It's called madcastmedia.com. It's posted right there. Everything I talk about on the show is posted, posted online. Posted. Yeah. And she's, just- she's willing to marry one of you guys without knowing what you look like. It is. Yeah, that's because Which means you have to something. question her judgment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Jackie's a winner. No, she came out on the show. She has good judgment. To get Jackie. Yeah, what's that? Any of these guys would be lucky to get Jackie. I agree. She's a babe. Oh, yeah. All right. Here's another one. Hey, Maddox. Knock, knock. It's your that? editor. Finish your book, you fucking onion. <laughs> <laughs> it's an onion this week. Yeah. It's he called you a d- nugget last it's week. It's a drolling Aussie. Here, he, he called in again. Yeah, I got another one. What do you call Maddox's new book? 
I don't know, because he hasn't even written the fucking title. Okay. Now, I've written the title, shithead. <laughs> I have the title, and I have most of the chapters written. It's yeah, almost it's too done. too close to home. Too close to home. <laughs> yeah, too much. What, Rucka? No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a rebuttal. All right, here's the last one. We, we got to move on. Hey, Jackie. Uh, girlfriend left me so uh, if you want to move in pay half the bills and leave me alone (laughs) get back to me Maddox knows how to reach me (laughs) (laughs) so weird Matthew McConaughey is throwing his hat into the ring his girlfriend just left he's a single guy Aaron Mm. if you have any advice for weird Matthew McConaughey Weird Matthew McConaughey. That's the guy you just heard. Yeah, he is I mean, a well, long, don't long be time weird. caller. Don't be weird. Don't be weird. So just like, Matthew, just be Matthew McConaughey. Go, yeah, great advice here. Yeah, just be regular. <laughs> yeah, and just you know, maybe maybe work on the affectation a little bit on the voice. I'm just judging by the voice. Yeah, that's that, all I'm doing. We all are. Creepy. And it's kind of his charm. <laughs> kind of charm though. That's his charm. Yeah, I, I'm not charmed. That's, by all, that. that's what he does. He you like will, sne- listen for forty or fifty episodes. You will be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you he come around. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. He, he was proposing an arrangement. There's nothing wrong with that, right? We got different right. polyamorous are, type stuff happening. See, yeah, both people are on board. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. So coming up at the end of the show, I've got some quick news headlines. But first, my guest moderators this week, Aaron and Rucka, you have buzzers to play. If I say anything wrong, Rucka, go ahead and play yours. And Aaron, those are the buzzer noises. Now, if I say anything. Wrong during the episode. If I say anything to contradict myself, which I never do, uh, except except for every single episode mm. when I when I contradict both the other side of the debate. But other than that, you can buzz me in. So I'll be buzzing you all the time. No, Perfect. you'll be buzzing me zero times, Aaron. Because I think no, Rucka, this is a good. Ep- okay, I got this one's tight. I got a good episode. All right. Uh-huh. This is okay, already already the two jokers shitting on me. Yeah. Also coming coming up at the bottom of the show, uh, Maddox pays your bills. Uh, Want to call in? Let us know. Uh, no, no. Utilities. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here. That's We're, not even. That's how they do it at the real station. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it's how true. they get He's listeners. Right. I was how an intern real- at Kiss FM for a while. They do do that. Yeah. <laughs> they told you pay your bills yes, at Kiss they FM. Do. Yeah, yes, they do. It'll be like fuck a thirty dollar air conditioning bill. No, and, they do seriously. And the true. listenership goes through the roof. Somebody okay. doesn't listen. We to work in real radio. radio. Yeah, well, she I, does. I want some of these shitheads to drop off. Actually, I prefer that i'm not paying anyone's bill <laughs> but anyway guys moving on to the story of the week all right conservative commentator milo yiannopoulos have you heard of this guy milo yiannopoulos got banned permanently from twitter for subjecting <gasps> other users to targeted abuse i do know about this right specifically ghostbusters actress leslie jones in which users tweeted racist and abusive messages towards her so the question this week is is it good to ban people who harass others, or is it a violation of free speech? Ooh. That is the debate this week. It's a very hot topic. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about it, or at least Milo is, because he got banned. <laughs> pissed off. So first, I'm going to argue for banning him, mm. saying that it's a good thing to ban people like this, right? Because, guys, in a statement to NPR, Twitter stated... People should be able to express diverse opinions and beliefs on Twitter. Twitter said in a statement emailed to NPR, but no one deserves to be subjected to targeted abuse online, and our rules prohibit inciting or engaging in the targeted abuse or harassment of others. I what agree. do you guys think of that? You think you agree um, with that? 
Oh. As a guy who's been suspended from Twitter and a guy who's had his YouTube videos deleted and channels deleted and MySpace pages deleted and Facebook pages (laughs) deleted, I'll only say this. Getting into online shit with people is so fun. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rucka, you have had quite a lot of experience getting banned from social media and banned from all these different networks, right? Yeah. First of all, what the hell are you doing that's getting you banned everywhere? Nothing. No. <laughs> there it is. See? Now, Rucka, Rucka said he's doing nothing. Mm. Why is he getting banned? But do you remember I got banned from uh, Tinder? Remember? Oh, that's right. So so for our listeners who don't know, Aaron got banned from Tinder a long time As ago. As a dating coach, I got banned on Tinder. And it was because I was helping guys pick the right pictures for their profiles. Hello, I'm there to help. And some dudes, because I wasn't there to sleep with them, flagged me and I got banned. But here's the deal. After discuss, I think I was really anti last time I was on the show talking about that. And after thinking about it, I'm like, you know what? I think I deserve to be banned because there were certain rules that I violated. So this ties into that. Hey, certain, how about that? Yeah. So you know what? So it sounds like you're Aaron. exactly right. You got the argument for banning you. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So, so Aaron, Aaron, you, Aaron, you are a person who so can so be persuaded. Yeah. Well, of course. Well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you're allowed to be pissed off. Thank you. And they're allowed to ban you. So True. Rucka, you you disagree with the bans though, right? I don't know. Let's find out. Why All don't right. You, well, what are you asking me for? <laughs> well, as some, okay, I'm you, the you, moderator. You know what? I'm going to buzz myself for that. Who I cares what ask I you. Think. I'm on board too. Yeah, great. We're all buzzing you. We're all. But wait, who are we buzzing? You. Me, me. Get the fuck out of here. That, you know what? I'm going to edit those buzzes out. Here's what. Here's what Leslie Jones says. She says, "I feel like I'm in a personal hell. I didn't do anything to deserve this. It's just too much. It shouldn't be like this." So hurt right now. And then I, I imagine she would have gone on if it weren't for Twitter's fuckface limitation <laughs> of 140 characters. But then she posted another tweet after that saying uh, about 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, she says, I leave Twitter tonight with tears and a very sad heart. All this because I did a movie. You can hate the movie, but the shit I got today, dot, 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 wrong. Hmm. And that got 21,000 retweets and 60,000 hearts. I don't know if that means anything in internet currency. Yeah, 20,000 Frenchmen can't be wrong. <laughs> Look up that reference, kids. Sean loved it. Uh, <laughs> the, the, you know, French jokes just never get old. Yeah, Sean loves the French jokes. You guys send your best I mean, French don't joke make to any, Sean. Don't make any jokes about what happened. No, it's serious. Just now. But, no one yeah, was going soon. to, Sean. No, but oh, I just, wasn't I'm even going saying, there. No. I, well, it's no wonder you laughed so hard, Nobody you sick knows. fuck. All right, guys. Uh, so Yiannopoulos responded to Leslie Jones. He says mm. uh, he, he denies any wrongdoing and characterizes his suspension as purely political. This is what he said according to NPR. He said, I did nothing wrong. Twitter has suspended me without evidence of wrongdoing and without explanation while allowing the most appalling abuses to continue on its platform. This is political, plain and simple. Leslie Jones ain't afraid of no ghost, but evidently she's mm. allergic to bad reviews. Wait, but what did he say right. initially to her? Well, one we of the uh, one of the last tweets I think he sent to her was was comparing her to oh. a black man. Oh, okay. He said he said, "Yeah, people are making fun of you." And I I don't remember the exact quote, but he yeah. did compare her to a black man. Right. And she is what? A black woman. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he called her a man and she's a woman. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh so but here's here's the here's the part that I feel like might be the gray area. Yes. Here, okay? Cuz Free speech is free speech. True. But does it include death threats? Now, this is where we start to get into some gray area because here's here's what Yiannopoulos, he says, Yiannopoulos isn't the first Twitter user to face permanent suspension. Uh, according to NPR, 
Infamous troll Chuck Johnson was barred from the site last year after asking for funds to take out the civil rights activist D. Ray McKesson, according to the Washington Post. Mm. So he was asking, he was like starting a, a GoFundMe, I think, or mm-hmm. a Kickstarter or something to raise funds to, quote, take out D. Ray McKesson. So is that free speech when you are actually asking people to donate to a fund that is potentially going to assassinate somebody? No, that is not free speech. That's trying to hire a hitman. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, at what point does it stop becoming free speech? Because he didn't do it. No, but you, but he got you can get in trouble for contracting someone if you go so far. Sure. They but don't it's, have to... it's considered a threat, though. Somebody did that to Hillary Clinton. Right. There was a guy who the FBI is investigating him. He's with Trump, and he said something like, "Everyone, she should be, she deserves to be shot, and the FBI is investigating him. Oh, now. they'll show up yeah. at your door if you say anything Yeah, like so, that. I mean, that's the same thing, though. He said that on a social media something or whatever, and so now he's getting investigated. Yeah, he said uh, she deserves to be executed for treason. So we, <laughs> we have jumped from... <laughs> From like political, like I disagree with her politically. Mm-hmm. To we, she is not only guilty mm. of treason, like right. We can just jump right to the execution <laughs> phase of this. Yeah, right. Do the, it. The, the, right. The, the jury is the jury is in. Mm-hmm. The trial has happened. Mm-hmm. We know she's treasonous. <laughs> There's more than enough evidence in social media. So based on that. It's time to execute this woman. Right. Right. So that's the that's the argument he was making. Mm-hmm. Does the FBI have to act like fucking retarded whenever anyone <laughs> jokes about assassinating the president? Yes, like Rucker, any, they have yeah, to. They anyone do. with half a brain could say, oh, the guy was just making a joke or he was saying the person deserves to be put on trial and then given the death sentence and then executed three years later. And the ch- they're not saying I'm going to go kill this Yeah, person. but we don't know. I mean, maybe they're, they are threatening and maybe they would do it. Yeah, three they letters have to take for you. It seriously. Yeah, I got three letters for you, Rucka. CYA, cover <laughs> your ass. That's what they're doing. Because if one of these threats, it just takes one to be true, and then the FBI, and then people point to the FBI and say, hey, shitheads, why didn't you do anything about this guy threatening, making these threats online? They say, oh, we thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. How about I, I'll just stick to moderating from here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes I have to moderate the moderators. <laughs> oh, no. Out of line. All right, guys. So, what counts as speech? This is an important question. Mm-hmm. I, free speech is something that is very sacred to me, and it's something that I think about a lot. Mm-hmm. In terms of, I, I could I could do probably four solid weeks of episodes just on this topic of free speech. Well, you there, should I have, probably do a little more free writing. Yeah, you know what, Sean? Maybe <laughs> maybe I haven't. Maybe that's not that's why I'm not talking about it so much, Sean. Or some more free T-shirt giveaways. <laughs> no, that's not a no. That's not a thing. I want a shirt. No, no, oh, Aaron. Oh, all guests, by the way, your mortgage or rent is paid as a guest <gasps> on the show. Okay, that's oh, not. Yes. Maddox <laughs> takes care yes. of his own. No, yes. this is not Kiss FM or whoever. I've never even heard of Kiss. Are they still around? Yes. No one's Ryan heard of Kiss Seacrest. FM. What? He still does a show on Ryan there. who? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he actually, I've been turning down, turning him down. He's been emailing me week after week trying to get on the show. Mm. Yeah, I keep bumping him. Yeah. I got more, more of a Carson Daly guy. <laughs> is that who he is? That's the, uh, that's the, oh, that's Carson on Daly. 97.1. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. He took over the uh, morning spot there when they switched from uh, Free FM yes. over to Top 40. Carson yes. Daly did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, I can't imagine why any of this is interesting to talk about right now. but <laughs> I, 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 just, Except that Carson Daly's head is shaped like a cinder block. <laughs> you, oh, my you've God. Seen it. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh. Hey, there you go, Sean. Oh. You deserve that. Uh, yeah, well, either way, Ryan Seacrest or Carson Daly, 
I'm turning them both down. They keep emailing me week after week. Guys, please stop. You're not going to be guests on the and show. And just, just come come down here and talk to Maddox yourself. He's not big on emails. No, I, I don't. I <laughs> he don't. likes to pop in. I have too many emails in my <laughs> inbox, guys. Just, no, we're not going to have a pop in by Carson. I will, I will escort them off the premises. All right, Carson or Ryan Seacrest. Okay, how how blonde his hair is? Is uh, it blonde? He's blonde. No, right? not anymore. It's what? Okay. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's probably a little bit of gray now. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, oh man. Hard. Anyway, guys, this is uh, back to the debate though. What counts as speech? This is an important and fundamental question when it comes to asking what free speech is, because first you have to define what speech is. Uh, like when it comes to me moderating my own forums and comment sections. I'm pretty much hands-off, but I do occasionally ban people. Uh, and this was something I, I had internal conflicts with for a long time. But I decided finally that, that sometimes it is appropriate to ban people because speech is a form of expression. And not every noise you utter or every sentence you type is speech. Can we agree on oh, that? Oh, interesting. Yeah, think about this. Because, Aaron, if you hop onto hmm. a forum mm-hmm. and you just type a bunch of random characters and someone bans you for it, is that a violation of free speech? I think it depends on the venue that you're typing these random letters on. What are their specific rules? And if you're violating those rules, even if it's free speech, you can't violate their rules. Okay, <laughs> shitty, shitty if answer. If it's like a... <laughs> yeah. Shitty answer, and I'll tell you why. What, if it's like, what if it's like a blind forum and you just type a bunch of letters? Sean, that's not how fucking hit. That's not, then, blind people have a fucking wait, screen reader, Sean. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't think that through very well. No. <laughs> No, you didn't. But here's here's why that's a shitty answer, Aaron. Um, Tell me. Because it all comes down to signal to noise ratio. Okay? Free speech only works if you have more signal than noise. Signal is communication, mm-hmm. is expression. You it, Speech is supposed to be a form of expression and communicating ideas. So if you just type the alphabet, A, B, C, D, like all the way through, or just a bunch of random letters, that's not speech, that's noise. Right? That's spam, no, essentially. See, I've actually done that. If someone was like, oh my God, they said this thing, and I was like, like in frustration at them, right. then that's saying something. That is speech in that sense. But if you just type that without any. No, don't ding yourself. <laughs> you don't ding yourself. No. Losing <laughs> <Lizzie laughs> she clapped. She knew you wouldn't play it, so good she answer, clapped. Good answer. Good no, answer. You know what, Aaron? I'll tell you why that's not a good answer, okay? Because you have to qualify that those random characters as, oh, I'm frustrated, random characters, right? Otherwise, people won't necessarily know that that's what it's a response to. Right, so to. it's the context, and it's the rules on the venue that you're commenting. Okay, there there might be exceptions to Once random again, characters. I'm going No, dang. you know, I'm going to double down on this. Because here's the thing. Now, other people could do the same thing mm. to you, and mm-hmm. then it's just a bunch of random characters back to back, right? What that does is it pushes down legitimate speech. So if people are just posting random characters, I'll tell you what's legitimate. If you actually have commentary or criticism about what the topic is, or if you have something to contribute to it. So for example- that's a gray area, what's considered legitimate and not. Well, I'll I'll give you an example of of when I have found it necessary to ban people. Uh, Sometimes people just join a a forum Mm -hmm. or on YouTube or whatever. And I don't like to use this word, but I'm just saying it in context here. They like to just type the word fag or cuck or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they just spam it over and over and over again. That's not speech, guys. You're not saying anything. Mm. You're not expressing an idea. You're just spamming a word 
in a comment section, which makes it noise. What are some of the other words they might type over and over that you would ban them for? <laughs> you know, you know damn well what words they might type that I would well, ban them. Well, maybe someone listening wants know. to make sure they don't go type the wrong word and get banned. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's not about the the word specifically that they type. It's just that if they're adding more noise than signal to the conversation, that's what it comes down to. Noise makes it difficult for anyone to communicate or to have a discussion. If you go to a Trump rally, for example with a megaphone, and you just start yelling, it's going to cause a commotion where everyone will be yelling and nobody will be able to hear anything. That's not free speech. Yeah, but what's considered oh. noise? What's considered noise? Noise, literally, this. Aaron, if you, every time you talked, I just went like this constantly, right? And we just had buzzer noises. No, and just- but you made, the, you made the comparison with if someone says the F-bomb or something and is commenting those things, those are words in a forum. And so it's not just a noise. That is a word being used. And so I think it is a gray area. Well, Aaron, let's say, let's say you're- I love you're, this debate, by the way. Great, yeah, it's a, it's, a really, it's a really hearty debate. Let's say you come to a forum, right, with 10 people mm-hmm. and you're the one girl there mm-hmm. who, who has oh, an opinion. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. But you're the one girl there who has an opinion mm-hmm. and you want to express that opinion. Mm-hmm. The nine other guys are sitting there just calling you the F-bomb or just saying words, right? Mm-hmm. Every one sentence that you say, they're saying one sentence in response. So for every one sentence, there's nine sentences that mm-hmm. are drowning you out. Yes. Your comment, right, is going to get pushed down and minimized to the point where you don't have voice anymore. No, I still have a voice. Well, but they're squashing it. If no one hears no, it, not. if no one comp- I disagree. No, if they- Who's deciding what is noise and what is- I'm, I'm 100% with you. Yeah. And no. also, there, I think we're talking about two different things, too. Twitter is an entity. It, it, it has every- right to ban someone based on the violation of its rules, exactly. just like ESPN had the right to fire Kurt Schilling because he went against their policies. It's Well, thank that, you. That's, that's actually accurate, Sean. Twitter does have the right to do that. Sure. I will give you a ding as well. But back to the signal versus noise comment, because I think this is an important distinction. Yeah. On a forum, right? I have seen- I have an example of this that I just too. happened to me. Yeah, well, I do too. This, this yeah. happened to me too on YouTube recently. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I, I saw, I think- the first 11 comments that were posted were all noise. It mm. was just like a one word or just like a bunch of random characters or garbage, right? And there was only one comment in there who was actually saying anything about the video mm-hmm. or saying anything, like making an, an expression of yeah. an idea. Yeah. Words are not expressions of ideas necessarily. You can't type the word the and just expect that to be speech. That's not speech. Depends you're not expressing an idea. What if you're a big fan of that group from the 80s, the the? See? That See? was a band. Yeah. The, but what are you saying about it? Saying the the isn't you know, saying anything like about it. It's like you're at the concert. The 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 the. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, why, right. why are you laughing? Great. If you're at a fucking concert, but not on, on YouTube. Well, not on YouTube. On, on YouTube, you're chanting via text. And no, why you, not on YouTube? Why does it have to be yes here and no here? I'll tell you why. Because you are drowning out. So if there was a thousand people doing those- No, but those, that's tactical. Those, uh, well, if there was a thousand people posting those comments, you're drowning out legitimate conversation, legitimate speech. You are taking someone's mm, voice away. I don't like but, it. So it's I similar, disagree. Well, I'll, it's similar to an Obama mm-hmm, speech mm-hmm. where there's a heckler just yelling stuff at him. Yes. Right? And then they eventually, they try to address it and then eventually they escort the guy out. Same as a Trump rally. If you're sitting there yelling and shouting, you're trying to drown out someone else's ability to communicate. True. So there's noise. But that's saying something. Well, yeah, but it's it's also saying something. You can say that same exact thing mm-hmm. without drowning out someone else's. You can if ability. you're a respectful human being, but not everyone is. All right, let's. It doesn't your, mean let's, it's not speech or you know legitimate. No, I disagree. The noise is not speech. You have to express an idea in order for it to be speech. Here's the deal: babies can't talk. 
Right. Babies make noises. Right. They're expressing something through some sort of speech. Oh, I love this one. I'm just going <laughs> to ding myself. But you know what I mean? So so it is. It's contextual for me. It so, is. so you're defending the baby's right to speak. I, I disagree. Yeah, I think you're talking to the guy to who hates children and babies and <laughs> yeah. shits on them every day of his career. Yeah. Babies are garbage. Babies have nothing to say. I have never had a conversation with a baby that I remembered. I, do, I have. You remember you remember my conversations <laughs> with babies? No, my conversations with babies. So, Aaron, earlier you said you had an, an, an example. I want well, to hear your example. Maybe it was the same example as you, but you insisted on going first, and now she has no example to, to oh, share. No yeah, voice. So, are you making a case for me or against me, Rucka? Because that's is that signal against. or is that noise? Well, I'm pretty let, sure. Let her talk. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear. I want to hear what your example is. So, there. my example is it relates indirectly. So, basically, I was saying earlier that um, to you privately that I unfriended a bunch of people on Facebook in the last month because they were posting a lot of random things. I have a lot of friends, or I have some friends that I grew up with in the Midwest. I was the only black person in my school. Sometimes people forget that I may be their only minority friend on forums, and so they start comments and, and conversations that are talking about black people, and there's not anyone other than white people in the conversation. So I chime in because I can't stand that crap, and I'm going to speak up. So I'll be like, hi, just speaking for as a representative of black people since this is a conversation about black people. And so there's all this noise. I would call it noise, even though it is like like complete sentences and ideas that they're saying. The people, let's say, again, just for clarity, the white people are saying in these groups, I chime in as the only black person, me, the only voice against like 20, 30 people, and they stop. So one person can make a difference, whether it's noise or actual like you know sentences constructed together, one person can disrupt something, whether it's noise or a well, I agree, Aaron. That's a good. That's a good example. I like that a lot. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, go. Ahead. You deserve it. Here, I'll ding you too. There you go. Yeah, Maddox, you're always talking about your experience as an Armenian in this country. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that later uh, during the Armenian minute. But just <laughs> the Armenian minute, <laughs> just as like kind of the one Armenian guy in in, in certain communities that you dwell in, maybe yeah. you can relate to that. Well, mm. I, I've never actually had to speak on on behalf of Armenians. Are you Armenian? I am Armenian. Oh yeah. My God, I had no yeah, hello. That's Bar- all he talks about. <laughs> no, you're ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot too. People think I'm you could Greek. Be anything. I could be anything. I fit in everywhere I go in the world, See? except for the Midwest. So uh, everyone always asks me where I'm from in the Midwest, and I, you know, I let them guess. They always guess Greek, and I say, okay, fine. That, that's fine. That's By fine. By the way, I'll when take they it. say Greek, they're hoping you confirm that. Yeah, of course. Oh, they're they're, Greek. they're okay. being optimistic. <laughs> oh, yes. Or then I tell them Armenian. They say, Who, what is that yeah, a country? Where? It's like, yeah, yeah, shithead. Why don't you get a fucking map? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Aaron. So here's the thing. Your example is a good one. However. That I think I believe you disrupted that conversation because this was Facebook, where it's largely not anonymous, and these are your friends and colleagues no. and people. No, the, where this just, is just let me just interject real quick because I like where you're going with this. So it was I knew one person and most there were these were like there were like ten separate conversations with ten separate people who had their friends commenting. So I was friends with one person, say in this conversation of 30 people i didn't know the other 29 these were their friends right. so i interjected in a group of strangers essentially because i'm friends with them and i can't just stand by and watch something like that happen without saying something because well, that's my mouth and i can't control it that's fine but again this is facebook where most people are not anonymous mm-hmm. as opposed to youtube so i'm saying it's not a rule it's not it's not a rule of it's a rule of thumb it's not a hard rule yes that i have specifically i look to see signal to noise ratio mm-hmm. if someone is trying to express an idea even if it's an idea i disagree with yeah if they're actually saying something mm-hmm. right i value that speech I and i too. value that debate mm-hmm. but if it's just noise if they're just calling names just saying just saying words is not speech 
I disagree. Well, here's here's where here's why here's why I think it's a big problem, okay? Yes. Because you can't say the word shit mm-hmm. on television, right? Mm-hmm. That's a that's a forbidden word. Well, you but can. Well, uh, you yeah, can. but not really. You say it on it's, cable. Well, you risk alienating yeah. sponsors. That's well, sure. Why and you they get a do fine. That. But I believe the FC, yeah. yeah, the FCC doesn't allow it, Sean. You can't say uh, shit, cunt, uh, cock. Well, what, what are the no, other? I mean, other words? Uh, the, remember the fucker. big thing on the network show? They said shit on uh, NYPD Blue about ten years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. true. There's it's a big to do. You can't. You can't say the f word. You can't say fuck. By the on, way, on TV. Yeah. Uh, that OJ Simpson show. She said fuck at the end of one of the episodes, and that was a big deal. She goes motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Look, mm-hmm. uh, there might be rare exceptions, but generally speaking, the FCC will fine these networks if you allow expletives yeah, on the air. They control the networks, right? Not, the FCC, not cable. Well, they're beholden because they're public airwaves, and so the, so they're beholden to the federal government. Yeah. Uh, feder- uh, the regulations. What? Can I just jump in here? Okay, <laughs> if it's on the public airwaves or the government-controlled airwaves, you gotta do what the government says. The FCC says cable. It's totally up to the actual company in, you know, and they usually take signals from the sponsors. And then if it's premium cable, it, anything goes. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's fair. Yes. But so you can't, if you go on the air right now and you say the F word. Yes. Right. Everyone will lose their fucking minds, but you can go on the air and say that most Mexicans are rapists. You can say that, Mm -hmm. which is a far more offensive uh, to a you. Fra- a phrase. Offensive to you. If, if well, you're, yeah, but who's, if you're who, sometimes mistaken for Mexican because you look like you do, <laughs> then I can see ambiguous. why that bothers you. But you could, someone like Sean wouldn't care. But you can go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Sean, the whitest guy in the room. Oh man. You know I'm a quarter Italian. Oh, he's a regular Tony Danza over here. <laughs> <laughs> I just look like I was born in uh, the north of Ireland. Yeah, when people come into Sean's house, he says, hey, when you're here, you're family. <laughs> I told you about the uh, the plastic furniture on my grandma's couch, yeah. right? Yeah, that's a very I didn't deep know that was a thing until, uh, until yeah. Family Guy said it. No, deep. but my, my parents, I'm black for all of you listening, and my grandparents at one point had plastic on there. So it's a black oh, thing Maybe it's too, just an Marilyn. age thing then. I, I don't know. Is. Family Guy maybe. is never wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can all agree on that. <laughs> Um, all right, guys, but back to back to the debate, back to this point of, of censorship uh, and banning people. Twitter, again, Sean, to your point, Twitter is not a public entity. It is a private company. And I, and people say, oh, well, you know, they're, they're public. You can buy shares. That's still not the same. It's still owned by the shareholders. It's a corporation. They set their own terms of service. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all these websites yeah. are not free speech zones. They're not places where you can express yourself. Exactly. So if someone bans you from their their Facebook page or from Twitter or from mm-hmm. YouTube, they have not inhibited your ability to speak freely. You can still do that. They're just saying, you can't do it in my house. Exactly. You can't do it on my network. Right. You have free speech. You can't walk into any private organization or house that you want and say what you want. Right. You can't do that. You can do it outside. Yeah, I'm, You can do I'm it, you can that. fuck off or around the corner. Yeah. Say your shitty comments wherever you want. Create your own website. Put your shitty comments there. You can't, you don't have the right to impose anything you want to say onto other people in their private forums. And Twitter is a private forum. Facebook is a private forum. In spite of the fact that you can access it publicly through the internet, it is still a private company. Bingo. Oh, I just want to say real quick, though, just one last thing. So I, I'm, uh, I'm on Facebook all the time for work, but also I'm in some... Um, some private groups and sometimes if someone posts something and they like it they will use one word and post the word bump right 
So that could be considered noise, but it isn't because they're basically putting that noise there to make the comment rise to the top of yeah. the conversation. Right. And so, again, that's another thing against sort of what you're saying earlier. Like, those kind of noises can be helpful. Well, that that's true. It can. Exactly. To, to a point, though, if everyone kept posting bump, 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 and it was just 30, 40 comments a bump and you, you can't read anything because there's too many shitheads writing bump, then guess what? That's noise. And here's, here's an, uh, another example example on that point Aaron mm-hmm. sometimes when people post first on a comment mm-hmm. right I, I almost always delete those I, I delete the first why? why I delete the second because they're just it's not adding anything they're this just trying like to Hitler <laughs> I'm exactly I, I, like I Hitler Rucka. perfectly you know because it's just noise they're not adding anything to the conversation they're just trying to they're trying to they are they're doing some meta game where they're trying to be the first commenter on something and it uh, annoys everyone i gotcha i mean that is pretty much pointless well it's exciting if you see a video the second it's <laughs> uploaded you want to jump on and say hey i got to hear first i'll leave it to maddox to just <laughs> who spoil everybody's fun oh wow real fun get a fucking life why don't you play pokemon go that's fun <laughs> yeah yeah so back to one last thing i want to say about this uh this milo thing so this is from an article title i think it's from quartz.com qz.com Firing Roger Ailes and exiling Milo Yiannopoulos isn't going to fix much of anything. So they said here in this article that uh, the events of Gamergate are by now well known. Everyone knows about Gamergate. Multiple women received death threats. Women's Aaron home. Aaron looks really confused. You, you don't like, know. I don't know. You, you, you know about Gamergate. I you, don't know. You really don't? No. You okay. got away with the ladies. You know about that dorky shit on the internet from five years ago? <laughs> okay. Here's a Cliff's Notes version of Gamergate, okay. right? Some guy's girlfriend uh, cheated on him, allegedly, with five different people, I think, maybe. Not polyamorous. Not polyamorous. Right. Because it's cheating. Yes. Uh, allegedly. Yes. And so, and I, you know, there's a bunch of evidence on, on, on that he's provided and stuff. It's just a bunch of personal details that we don't need to know about these, these people, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, where it started to get muddled is where is who she cheated with. There were people in the gaming industry, journalists, and people who worked at video game companies. Yeah, he and also she, roofied her Pikachu. Oh, great. You know what, Sean? So so this girl is also a video game developer, mm-hmm. and people insinuated that some of these people— What? What, Rucka? Sean, you keep that filthy humor in your little Italian family gatherings, okay? <laughs> oh, I bet it's going to be a thing. So— so anyway, uh, you know, it's it's been alleged that she got some favoritism from some of these people she slept with for uh, her game, right? So that's, and it became this whole thing about ethics and gaming journalism. That's the Cliff's Notes oh, version. Oh, interesting. Rucka cannot hold it together. No. He's so pleased with himself. I still don't know about um, Gamergate. I still don't know what that is. I'm just thinking about just people calling Sean an Italian and calling him all kinds of names. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's going to happen. So anyways, you got the Cliff's Notes version of Gamergate. Yes. And here's what they said uh, in this article. Women's home addresses were shared online. Feminist video game critics canceled speeches because of viable threats to massacre the audience. And prank callers sent armed police with assault rifles to terrorize victims of their families. What? Yeah. So what's truly terrible about all this is that Yiannopoulos, instead of being frightened by the prospect that he might get someone killed, seems to have interpreted all this as an invitation to keep going. And these included Photoshopped tweets uh, spread by Milo, in which she appeared to say foul things. I think she said she said the N word, and I think, mm. or, or maybe the F word. I think she she uh, you know someone photoshopped yeah, yeah. it, so so she was saying these things. 
And uh, they pictured, uh, they photoshopped pictures of semen on her face and hundreds of people hurled racist slurs against her. Who has time to do all of this? Seriously, that's my question. Trolls. They also (laughs) called her an ape or a gorilla. Yeah. I guess uh, Milo might have retweeted one of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a no-no. Anyway, guys, uh, so that's (laughs) that's an argument for banning him because he was inciting potentially violence and hatred towards her. Yeah, I think when it becomes like bullying or something threatening that's where i feel like free speech is is but i don't know i'm with you on the threatening part yeah if it could possibly you know incite violence it's Mm -hmm. you'd probably rather err on the side of caution but aside from that i don't like going down the road of determining what is speech what is acceptable speech and what isn't babies babies forget babies (laughs) or maybe you'll make some because you know what else is another threat the threat of stylish good looks making you a lady killer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Kendall and Hyde, makers of leather satchels, boots, and belts, built to last a lifetime. <laughs> right? That was amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know what? There we go. That's what I like. Amazing. I'll even give myself some applause. Yeah. Kendall and Hyde, guys, these products are amazing. Best, highest quality leather belts I've ever seen in my life. The belts are fantastic. Some of my fans have been commenting on Twitter and Facebook. By the way, guys, if you buy any Kendall and Hyde products, send me the pictures. I'll retweet those. I, I like to see those. I like to see that people are actually enjoying these products. Everyone who's bought their products have been phenomenally impressed so far. Uh, the belt's super thick. It doesn't get that weird crease that shitty belts oh, get in a while. Yeah. Do you? So I, I imagine, Aaron, this might be a problem. <laughs> this might be a problem with some leather products. Do you? Do you have any? Do you own any leather products? I don't know how to answer that. Not either yes or no. Actually, no. Actually, wrong answer. We're about to change all that. (laughs) Yeah, we are about to change. We're gonna get you some boots. Okay. No, but seriously, uh, (laughs) they they have they have a lot a lot of uh, leather products and accessories. Rucka, you look like a stylish guy. Yeah. You could rock one of their satchels. I plan to. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, they have them in multiple colors. So here's the thing. I I linked to the website. It's uh, kendallhigh.com slash madcast. You get 15% off your full order. That's not just your first order. That's your entire order. You know what? I actually, I'm going to go there and look. Maybe that'll be my first leather um, item I've ever had. Really? I usually offer suede. It blows my mind. I offer suede. Suede. Yeah, I guess it's sort of still in that family. No. But I opt for suede. I mean, here's the thing, Aaron. If you want suede that falls apart in what, a week, a day? How, I, I don't even know. How long does suede last? Or if a suede company should happen to uh, sponsor this oh, podcast, oh. maybe we, we can get you some suede. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall and Hyde, baby. That's what no, I'm no, about. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this this company, you're, this sounds really great. Well, so I'll tell you specifically why is that they have that lifetime guarantee. So if anything starts to fray or wear out, which it, it I doubt it ever will, this stuff is so thick. It's so fantastic. Durable. It's very durable they'll replace it or they'll repair it free of charge lifetime guarantee guys madcast listeners get 15 percent off that's madcast m-a-d-c-a-s-t i'll link to it on the website also read the landing page they, they write some really funny comments on their landing page too yeah. and by the way good luck not getting a date once you order some Kendall and Hyde, you're going to have to turn Looking your phone good. off and throw it out the window the way people are going to be hitting you up once they see you rocking that belt. But especially yeah. for guys, guys look good with like leather belts and leather shoes and stuff. So yeah. I like it. I agree. I 100% agree with that. Absolutely. There we go. Thank you, Kendall and Hyde, for supporting the show. Thank you to our listeners for supporting the show. It really helps us out. But now it's time for the other side of the debate. Guys. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous right now. Yeah, well, you should be, Aaron. You talked a lot of shit. I know, but and, that was correct. Really? Uh-huh. Because I think 
that this is a huge violation of free speech. That's the other side of the debate. It's a violation of free speech. Guys, it's futile to ban people like Milo because other platforms may spring up. You can ban him on Twitter, but they might make another version of Twitter or oh, someone interesting. else. Yeah, WikiLeaks threatens Twitter to start their own microblogging service. So uh. this is already happening. Uh, this is from economictimes.com. Oh, I'm sorry, it's from indiatimes.com, the uh, economic section. They said, reacting to Twitter's permanent ban on Milo Yiannopoulos, the tech editor at conservative news site Breitbart, and one of the microblogging site's most offensive users, WikiLeaks has threatened to start its own Twitter because of cyber feudalism. That's what they're calling yeah, it. Yeah, they can. Why, they can. Why yeah. not? Go for it. It's fine. In an online exchange of words between WikiLeaks and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey, WikiLeaks posted, we will start a rival service if this keeps up because WikiLeaks and our supporters are threatened by the space of feudal justice. I don't know why they're like, we will just do it if you want to do it. Create a new one. Like, yeah. what, I don't know what this threatening to do it is. Maybe that's maybe that, that threat they thought will be enough. Oh, Twitter better shape so. up. Good or we'll luck. make our own Twitter. Make it then. Do yeah. it. Well, here's the thing, guys. This is This is on some level a violation of someone's speech. Right. I mean, yeah, sure. Milo still has the ability to express himself, but they have significantly diminished his reach. Well, after all this dies down, because there's the Barbara Streisand effect. For those who don't know, yeah. Have you heard of the Barbara Streisand effect? No. You know this, Rucka? No. So what happened a long time ago is there was a photographer who was taking pictures of the California coastline, and Barbara Streisand had a house in Malibu, Mm -hmm. and he didn't have a problem with anyone. with with anyone's house appearing in the photos, except for Barbara Streisand, she had a very big problem with it. So she had her lawyers send him a cease and desist, Mm. saying that she wanted her her house not photographed and not included in his his photograph book. Uh And so the lawsuit, the guy, the the photographer published this lawsuit and said, hey, Barbara Streisand's threatening to sue me, and she's the only one who doesn't want her house to appear in here. Mm -hmm. So in publishing that lawsuit... It brought way more attention right. to her and her house, and everyone was curious about where she lived and mm-hmm. what her house looked like. Right. So just by virtue of the fact that she tried to silence this guy, more attention. it spread way, way louder. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened right now to Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah. Because Twitter banned him, he has been the subject of almost every major news outlet, from the New York Times to NPR to Washington Post. Everyone's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I hadn't heard of him before. <laughs> what, Rucka? So your point is that banning him has helped him. Yeah, for the time being. So right now, you're supposed to be on the other side of this argument. Well, I am, Rucka. Did you not hear the part that I just said, for the time being? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah, here's where I'm going with this. Because down the line, this may eventually diminish his stature and ability to communicate to people. Uh, look, he's banned on Twitter. He also got banned on Instagram. He, his account got reinstated. Mm. They said it was a technical difficulty, a technical— Please, please. Yeah. Just, it just so happened to, to coincide with the same day that it happened. Yeah. But here's the thing, Rucka. Let's say Facebook is next. Let's say, then what happens if Facebook then decides? Because over 50% of the traffic on the internet is going directly to Facebook.com, right? So isn't that then? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. At some point, at some point, Facebook is no longer a, a private company on the internet, but they are the internet. If the majority of traffic is going to Facebook.com, and they they but suddenly still decide private. you still sign up to the service and there's certain anything you sign up for there's terms and conditions and rules sure but what if it's google what if google decides to what just if blacklist it's google? the website yeah any com- any of them 
Any of them. Well, that has- Aaron, you need to explain to him what property is and what a, see, like she deals with uh, types of people who have relationships mm-hmm. where there's there's an agreement and there's a contract. Yes. Yeah, see, there's and you a contract. Enter into the contract. Nobody's forcing you to use Google. Exactly. Well, yeah, but if you, if everybody is on Google, let's say it's 80% of Doesn't the internet. Doesn't matter. No, it do- I think it does. I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> no. Look, let, that argument what, has been uh, made. What, what if 80% of your listeners think you should give out free t-shirts? It's not going to happen. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, Brock, I give that- Mr. A- Democracy over here. Free no. t-shirts. No, we're, yeah. yeah. I know. You don't- d- Double ding doesn't mean anything, Aaron. Double ding. Double, double ding means you just canceled yourself out. Oh. There you okay, one more then. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit. I hadn't thought that far ahead. <laughs> Uh, guys, this is from an article from Observer.com. Actually, my a good buddy of mine, Michael Malice, wrote this article. Mm. Very smart. He's a very well-respected author. He mm. wrote this article called Twitter's Stalinist Unpersoning of Gay Provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos. He gay says the mo- provocateur? Yeah, Milo Yiannopoulos is a gay, is a gay man. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he's a gay that conservative. Just made it even more interesting. Right. And I, he gets to say whatever he wants now. Well, more or less. He has wow. he has a tour. He's been going around the country doing talks at colleges. What's it called? It's called the, <laughs> the Dangerous Faggot Tour. That's what it's that's what he calls Wait, his are you own serious? tour. That's what he calls it, yeah. Wow, whoa. Yeah. See? He's a really interesting wow. guy, actually. Um, so he's a he's a provocateur. See, I'm gonna look him up now. Yeah, he is. Look, he's. I think. I think Milo has a lot of smart things to say. He's a really intelligent man. I agree with most of the things he says because he is trying to kind of um, raise raise the problem that we have today in this culture where people are afraid of words mm-hmm. and people are trying to create safe spaces where no one is offended. Mm-hmm. I get what he's trying to do. Yeah. Now he may have crossed some lines, mm. right? But I get what he's trying to do. His message is a sound one, which is we shouldn't be afraid of ideas. We should challenge ideas that challenge us. Yeah. That's the only way we grow. Even President Obama said this in a speech. He said that if we silence our critics and if we create spaces where no one is criticizing us, we don't grow. True. Colleges especially are places where we are supposed to encourage dissent and debate. That's right. You know, that's why the Madcast Network, that's why the best debate in the universe is essentially like a college degree listening to this show. Wow. <laughs> I actually saw Milo or Milo uh, in person at UCLA a, a, a month or two ago. How was oh, it? Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> so the uh, entrance to the event was closed off by social justice warriors. A guy in a big uh, American Indian outfit was shouting into a megaphone, you know, fuck you, white people. Uh, mm. You had one job to kill all to kill all of us off, and and I'm still here. So good job with that. Which is a really weird thing to say. Yeah. Because first of all, that's not white people. That's not their one job. Their one job is not to eliminate American Indians. And by the way, it is. And, it is actually. And by the way, <laughs> Sean. You guys did a pretty decent job at it. I mean, you didn't kill all of them. There's this one guy still with the megaphone at UCLA. But Don't give Sean that much credit. I'll get right on that. <laughs> to, to, to say you had one job and you fucked it up. Come I would on, say Sean. You guys did a pretty good job at killing off the Indians. Thank you. Well, so Aww. so this guy, so these people, I remember this, Rucka. This was uh-huh. this was uh, this made some local headlines at UCLA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were people who were blocking the entrance yeah. to Milo's event to mm-hmm. his speech. Right. Now, is that free speech? 
Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they uh, rented it, out. They, they 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 reserved this this hall at UCLA. UCLA agreed to it. And then these hippies are blocking off the entrance. And we all had to sneak in through the back before they started creating a human chain around that entrance. Okay, so let's say they had this completely cordoned off so no one could get into the building to listen to Milo. Essentially, those people who are standing outside, those activists, have silenced Milo, haven't they? No, because he's still inside speaking. Yeah, but no one hears it. Here's the thing, guys. Free speech is really, like, we have the illusion of speech in this country. Everyone says, oh, you you have free speech. You can say whatever you want. No, you fucking don't. Corporations corporations have the loudest megaphone, and they can drown out anyone they want. And essentially, if enough activists block off Milo so nobody could get into the building, he's in there talking to himself. Is that free speech? If no one can hear the message. Yeah, but he could come outside then. Uh, and then what? Get pelted by eggs sure, and get attacked by the speak. violent mob? Listen, no, it's like the people not- who go and protest at like funerals, like or, or like in front of Planned Parenthood and stuff. Like they, it's disgusting, but they can still go and, and be in front of them because the law says they can. And be in front of there and say whatever they want, baby killers or whatever. It's gross, but they can do it. No, but if you punch someone in the mouth, okay, you have inhibited. Okay, totally different. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So Milo, if he had come out with those angry, those that angry mob, you cannot reason with an angry mob. If right. they're going to attack you, they're essentially silencing you. If they attack you, if well, you well, know they would. They were you know using they force to to keep people from getting inside. They were yeah. they were blocking the the entrance and they wouldn't move. And yeah. um, by the way, that same mob. These are the guys flagging Milo on Twitter. These are the guys getting everyone thrown off social media who they disagree with. It is a mob that's it's doing a mob. this shit. So it's an angry mob. You know, we're sitting here talking about principles and all that. Like none of that shit matters. It's just if something's flagged enough. The social media site will just delete it without giving exactly. a second thought. Tinder, there, Tinder, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's no banning. There's See, no judge and you're jury. A victim, just, Aaron. Yeah. Exactly. So here, here's here's what I I really need to emphasize this. If someone comes up to you and and puts a gun to your head and and coerces you into saying something, you know, you can say, oh, well, that person didn't really have to say it. They have free speech. They can say whatever they want. But if they they have the threat of violence. Against right. you, right. do you really have free speech if you are coerced into saying something or not saying something? No. That's not. So that's why I'm, that's you what do, I'm getting at. But most people are not going to pick that result. <laughs> of course. Right. Because but the, I, I say that speech— Sorry, that was delayed. No, of course. <laughs> I say that speech under the threat of violence is not free speech. That's— well, no, it's true. Like Even if, like, you know, people who've been arrested by the cops and they've been, like, they confess because they feel like they have to— I mean, I guess that's free speech in a way, but they had to because they're the cops are like, we're going to put you away forever unless you, you know, say what we want you to say. Okay, I did it. I confess. Yeah. Well, they have Miranda rights, which they are. They have the fifth, the Fifth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which says that they can, they don't have to incriminate themselves. Uh, so they can't exercise that if yeah, they're but knowledgeable. We're talking, you're talking again very reasonably. Like, yeah. there's a lot of situations in this country that aren't reasonable for everybody, and I'm not going to go down that road. But you know what I true, mean? It's true. Not, and not everyone's experience is the same with that. Well, well just I mean, open it up to the world. I mean, so many confessions are, you know, they beat it out of them. They'll mm-hmm. say anything to make yeah. it stop. So. Exactly. Well, so my, my friend, uh, so Michael Malice's article from The Observer, he says here, the world has been down this road before of banning people and silencing people. He says the USSR had a long and consistent practice of turning individuals into unpersons. It was an assault on those who violated the taboos at the time or those who offended the powers that be. Occasionally, these men and women were given some perfunctory trial, but the result was the same. Their very existence was stricken from the public record. Their writings were banned, even those once propagated as official dogma. Photographs were doctored. Not only did the ex-citizens effectively cease to exist, but they retroactively never existed to begin with. And therein, 
Therein lies my problem with Apple. Because if you go to Apple right now, my... <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, fuck you. I'll tell you. Oh they are censoring me. If you walk into an Apple store... What? Yeah. Go to my website, maddox.exmission.com, oh, or right. type in the best page in the universe in a search engine and see what happens if you click on it in an Apple store. Are you store. in the porn category? No. Like, no they, meaning, like, they block porn in the store, right? No, I've gone to porn. Like, you can go to Reddit's Gone Wild subreddit where they have porn. Twitter has porn on it. Lots of different websites have porn on it. Even YouTube has nudity on it. So what did you do? He I shits cr- on Apple. I shit on Apple. I uh, criticized Apple, and they are banning me. Now, here's my biggest problem, though. They're not saying that my website is banned. They have simply redirected my website to an advertisement for Apple. Huh. Oh, oh what? That's, that's, yeah, that that's is like scandalous. something you would do. <laughs> <laughs> no, wow, actually, can you really? really shady. For that? Yeah. Because they're making yeah. they're making money off of your notoriety. Yeah, yeah that's and there's potentially. You know, if there are any there lawyers out there, that can yeah. I want to hear from you yeah. guys because yeah, essentially if they click on that link, it's communicating to them that either I tacitly or explicitly endorse Apple and I sure as shit don't. Wow, that's pretty crazy, seriously. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're getting more views than they would if you didn't exist. Right. And then another thing mm. that they did, if you tried to deep link to an article of mine, it just says 404 not found. Now, that is also sending the message that my server, they're creating false server messages. Mm. A 404 message on the internet means that the page you requested or the site you requested has been taken down or not available. Right. So they are essentially saying that my server is communicating to you that the uh, the article you've requested doesn't exist. Right. It fucking does, shitheads. You guys are blocking it specifically. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this, I mean what you're going through, man, this is this must be how those peasants felt in the Soviet Union being uh <laughs> you know, pushed into the gulag. Exactly, Rucka. Yeah. That's exactly how they probably felt. <laughs> Absolutely on par. It's uh, one of the worst things I have ever heard happen uh, to anyone. It's, it's, it's awful. It's yeah. <laughs> shut up, Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry that you know you left communist Armenia come here and you're treated even worse. Uh, Michael Miles goes on. He says, the decision to unperson Yiannopoulos was done in secret in some hidden Twitter office, no doubt one with cheerful Twitter bluebirds on every wall. Oh, my God. His suspension was retroactive. His past posts, virtually all of which were once regarded as acceptable, have now vanished just as much as any problematic ones. It is unclear which was the straw that broke the camel's back, nor is it clear which the past straws were. Twitter's only statement regarding Yiannopoulos' ban was a reiteration of its terms of service, which is akin to reading the criminal code aloud when someone is accused of a crime. So that's what's, that's what's happened here with Yiannopoulos. Look, guys, Twitter is a private company. They right. can do whatever they, they want. They can yes. ban whoever they want. Right. But if we do this without strong evidence or at least some way of... of the receipts uh, are there, were. The receipts, meaning you can look at it. Like we were saying earlier, you can go on the internet and see what he said. Like, it's not like, oh, did he say this? No, there it was. Well, allegedly, because there's been no jury. There's been no, there's no, there's no arbitration process here. No, no but if it's violation of their terms, then that is it. And if it's still on the platform, if I could screenshot evidence of what someone said and it violates what my platform is of whatever entity I own, then it's a violation and you're banned. Well, here's the thing, Aaron. How do you prove then that that screenshot is authentic? Because people were screenshotting Leslie Jones, right? Saying that she said the F word. True story. Right? And saying that she said the N word and calling him all Mm -hmm. sorts of nasty names. Well, she she can say the N word if she wants to. She can. Yeah, we all can. 
We won't. No, we I won't. mean, because she's black. Well, she's, she's African. Black, yeah. What do we call it? Black. You can say black. Okay, you can say black. black. Thank I, you, Aaron. I, I ref- You're welcome. I, in fact, that's <laughs> funny, too. Most black people I know prefer black. Well, yeah, I, I refuse. It's a regional They prefer thing that too. to the yeah. N-word? It's regional. Well, yes, they do prefer that to the N-word, <laughs> Rucka. Good question, Rucka. Thank you for, for clearing that up. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I, I, I don't like to use the word African-American because you're making an assumption about the origin of something. Right, Africa. I mean, it's just, you know, people were politically correct about it. No, right, or American. It's true. It's there's, true. There's British, there are black true. people who visit from Every, Britain. There's black people everywhere in, yeah. this, in this world. Seriously, so, everywhere. I, I have literally- Maybe not as much in Asia, but- No, hardly any in Asia. True. But I have literally seen- Black people come to this country from mm-hmm. Britain and be yeah. called African American. It's oh, like, no. guys, you've literally seen American. that. I've yeah, I've you've seen literally that. seen them I've come over seen. here. You watch them. Yeah, I watch them fly, shithead. <laughs> and then they were called that. Yeah, they're called that. Oh, I love how many friends you have and yes. how many things you've seen and how many places you've been. You know, Rucka, someone commented a long time ago, same, saying essentially the same thing as what you just said. They're like, oh, Maddox always has this friend who did this thing or he, he dated this girl. It's like, guys. Yeah, I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. I went on three national book tours. I've hosted a game show. I've been running my whole YouTube channel. Yeah, you meet a few people doing what I do for for two decades. You have a friend for every fucking scenario. Tell tell us about the, the, the black transsexual libertarian who got banned from Twitter. Tell us about that friend. You got a friend for every occasion. I'm not talking about Chad right now. (laughs) (laughs) all right guys back back to the conversation though real quick i think where it currently stands is it's supposed to be society supposed to be a concept of my rights are limited by your rights Mm. so you Mm. don't have the right not to get shit on verbally right Mm. you you don't have the right to not be offended exactly but you do have the right at least the expectation of that not to be attacked walking down the sidewalk sure true and also yes uh, one note where is it one note, on the, today. one note on the previous side uh, that, it, that, they, that he should have been banned. Guys, you have the right to free speech. You don't have the right to free speech without consequence. What you say exactly. has consequences. Well, exactly. In life. And, You're and, free and, and, to do whatever you want and deal with the consequences. Yes, right. but a lot of people forget that. Yeah. I've had so many conversations with, I'm sorry, but libertarians who are like, but I should be able to say whatever I want and do whatever I want. And then they get upset if someone reacts to that or has like, like, for example, just really fast, really, really fast. Black Lives Matter. I've heard so many people say things like, oh, but no, but they get violent and all these things. And I'm like, okay, but here's the deal. I don't condone violence, but the the purpose for that group in some ways is to get noticed because they feel like there's a lot of things that have happened that have not gotten noticed. Well, And so- Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 you go. You well, go. She said really fast. So really fast. Yeah, you're just going to really touch upon Black <laughs> Lives Matter and move on. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> By the way, let me, can I say something yeah. about the whole Milo thing? Because, you know, if you go to a Holocaust museum and you're not playing Pokemon, there's a big quote, a famous quote that says, like, first they came for the Jews, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a Jew. Then they came mm-hmm. for the trade unionists, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't a trade unionist. Mm-hmm. Then they came for these guys, and I didn't speak up because I wasn't. And then they came for me, and by that time, there was no one to speak up. Oh, my God. Can oh. I just? And I'll say this. My MySpace page was deleted. My YouTube accounts were deleted. My Facebook pages were deleted. My Twitter was deleted. Where were you all then? Where were you, Milo? 
Nobody spoke up for me. No one spoke no, up. Nobody gave up. a shit. Nobody. And I stopped giving a shit. Me, yeah. Twitter Twitter can delete whatever they want. By the way, yeah, WikiLeaks is going to put a put a new platform where anything goes. Yeah, it'll just be a fucking porn site. And then there's viruses. <laughs> and then next thing we, you know, we got to go record the podcast at my house because Sean's laptop is fucked up from porn. <laughs> it wasn't my laptop. I, You know, Ruck, I was looking here for a sad violin sound, but this is about as close as I, I think I can get. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, Aaron, the only reason I said let's uh, let's move on here is because I have some other headlines. No, let's do it. Let's please move oh, on. No, sounds no. more important than no. Black Lives no, Matter. No, let's do it. I can't. Yeah. yeah let's okay. Do it. Let's move on to yes. some other headlines of the week. This is uh, this is a headline that's ma- been uh, making the rounds lately. It says Starbucks barista refuses to write Black Lives Matter <laughs> on woman's cup. <laughs> have you heard of this? That's that's censoring free speech. Well, let's what let's is, hear their arguments, right? I, right. Here's, so this is from Mike.com. It says that this is this is a new campaign that's going around. Coffee drinkers across the United States have been telling Starbucks baristas their names were Black Lives Matter for this week. The goal was to make the baristas write the phrase on a customer's coffee cup and then shout it across the store when their orders were ready for everyone else to hear. I gotta say that's pretty that's pretty impressive in terms of tactics, though. Yeah, to I get, wouldn't to have force- thought, I wouldn't have thought of something like that. Well, this did not go as planned. <laughs> for uh, I, I believe it's a woman, uh, Genevieve Uzamir. A customer and a journalist who wrote about her recent Starbucks experience when a barista at Uzumir's local Starbucks in New York City told her that they could not serve her under the name Black Lives Matter. Hmm. Uzumir was then asked to stand aside while other customers placed their order. And here's a quote. They said, Starbucks does not take a stance on racial matters, Uzumir was allegedly told. Now, here's a clip from that incident. Uzumir recorded it. Listen to this. Black Lives Matter, and she refuses to put it on the cup. So I just want to know why. It's just for her personal um, experience. She has the right to deny that. She said it's just for her personal experience. She has the right to deny that. And here's another clip from her her encounter with a manager at the Starbucks. Who's this person that you're on the phone with? Manager. Okay. So in order to get Black Lives Matter on a cup, you have to clear it with your district manager. I don't have to clear it. This is the right putting them in a situation that they're Why does Black Lives Matter make your partner feel uncomfortable? Um, because we don't like to display any... Um- she she continued that phrase. She says she says they don't like to display any kind of uh, bias towards any political stances or anything like that. I think that's what she said. So this is a hmm. campaign now that's going around, and some Starbucks baristas are refusing to write that down on the cup. What do you guys but think? But is that the individual barista's decision? Yeah. How is that? They represent the company. So the company can either say that's okay or fire yeah. them if they think that's out of line. Right. Well, Again, what, they have the right to do what they want and deal with the consequences. So do you think that the the Starbucks barista, their job is to write down whatever the customer says on the cup, right? I, I think within reason. I would just do it. Just get the fuck out of my line. Yeah. Fine. What, what a bunch of heroes, you know? The, the, <laughs> the, the, the customer who wants their fucking uh, hashtag written on the cup. Are you there for fucking coffee? What are you there for? Get your fucking cup of joe and get the fuck on with your day. Good point, Rucka. And it's a little bit ironic because the article goes on. Now, remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it says this is ironic given the company's campaign to foster conversations about race among its clientele last year. Yeah. You remember this? Yes, I do. In March of 2015, Starbucks encouraged its baristas to write the phrase race together on cups to encourage customers. Crap. Yeah, to encourage customers to talk about racial inequality in its stores. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, it's contradictory (laughs) now. 
Every time, exactly. every time some nineteen-year-old uh, working part-time at Starbucks does something and it makes headlines, then it's like, oh, what's Starbucks' position? Somebody working there for minimum wage fucking didn't know what to do in this unusual situation. She's only trained to fucking take an order and hand the cup over to somebody and times eight thousand that hour. Yeah, like, <laughs> why? Like, why are you fucking put? Like, why is this in the news? As if she were a seasoned politician. But isn't didn't you say this is a like it's happening in various Starbucks? It's yeah. not just one. It's a campaign across the country. Yeah. A lot of people are doing this. They and need most, to say something at Star like Starbucks. Their PR needs to say something. Well, I yeah, think. but they already fucked up by making this statement last year. They wanted their customers. They encouraged their customers to yeah. to have racial conversations. Yeah, they're over hypocrites. Their, yeah, but then they say we don't take a stance. This is right? why I go to Coffee Bean. Well, that's <laughs> that's why the the manager says we don't take a stance. By the way, okay, why don't well, you go into your local Thai restaurant? And like, uh, get them to write something. Now. Thai no, lives matter. You're, 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 you're the ones who you're the ones who are racist for going into a Starbucks and uh, oh, try, trying to embarrass one. them. I don't know about that one. Yeah, Rucka. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just stick to moderating? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So moving on, I got one more headline here. Uh, I think you guys remember this story. Teacher who traumatizes from Daily Caller. This is a really poorly written article, but anyway, teacher who traumatized male teen during nine hour threesome responds to lawsuit. What? You guys remember this? No. So a high school kid at the time was 16 years old. Watch out for those polyamorists. Yeah, right. right. This kid was 16 years old. He had a nine-hour threesome from, I I believe it was 9 p.m. till 6 a.m. the following morning. sounds very painful. Go on. Yeah, with two of his teachers. What? Okay, Uh, wait, what are the sexes? (laughs) Two females and one male. The boy, okay, the so boy the, was 16 okay. and the two female teachers. Wow. Police say the menage a trois featuring Dufresne, I think that's how you pronounce her name, Dufresne, and the other teacher, Rachel Respes, and the unidentified then 16-year-old male student occurred in fall of 2014. Dufresne was 32, Respes was 23, and the kid was 16 at the time. Among much else, Dufresne's response claims that the male student placed his scrotum on the face of one of the two teachers while she was sleeping, and then took a selfie photo. While she was sleeping. Yeah. He, he took a selfie photo with her or possibly a selfie video or possibly both using his mobile phone. And then the student, a Destrehan High football player, showed the footage to various friends and at, uh, at Destrehan High Wildcats teammates. Of course, it's the Wildcats. <laughs> Without provocation, Dufresne's response claims. Wait, wait, wait. He's in trouble for this? No. Well, that's her counter, her counter defense. Okay, he's a child. Yeah. Sh- that's statutory rape. Yeah. What he did. Is there a debate no, here? No, what she did, isn't. what they did. Well, of course, what they did is statutory rape. But then also, she's saying that this guy put his testicles on her forehead while she was asleep. That's not consensual. That could be construed as sexual assault. Yeah. So now you have a, a woman I, uh, who know. has statutory raped a, 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 a child, a 16-year-old boy. And then you have the 16-year-old boy who may have also sexually assaulted her. Because yeah, but what, did they have the threesome after the scrotum thing? Does it matter? In some ways, because then it's like, okay, you that happened, but then you agree to have a nine-hour sex session after the fact. And that is a perfect example, what you just brought up, on how we're not really allowed to think anymore. It's like, nope, you got to take these two acts in isolation. It's I don't bizarre. know what I mean. As I opposed know, to exactly like what you said. Yeah. He did it, and then she was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because why, now why it's would, like, you really? So you were so offended file, and threatened? Yeah, you would go and file a report if someone's scrotum was on your face, and that would be the end of it. Right. Well, so she's probably, t- yeah, she's probably taking a breather. Well, I'm- <laughs> not it off. 
And maybe he, maybe he was just trying to cool off his balls on her forehead. <laughs> yeah, and you know, a 16-year-old is already so hot-headed and like oh. has such yeah. a hard time controlling himself. And then if these two adult women are going to completely eliminate all boundaries with him, right, by having a threesome for nine hours and then take a nap, what do you expect him to do? You get a scrotum on your head. <laughs> yeah, well, he, Dufresne has also accused the student on boasting about his threesome exploits on social media and trying to blackmail her into giving him an artificially good grade in her class. No. The unidentified male student intentionally and voluntarily vaunted about his impressive nine-hour adventure with teachers on Twitter. Dufresne's response charges. So I don't know how much that has to do with the defense, but wow, if the kid it's tried like to the, blackmail. It's like, it's like nobody's ever met a 16-year-old boy before. Yeah, maybe they haven't. you think he's going to tell his friends? You think he's not going to tell his friends? Oh, yeah. yeah. You bang two hot teachers at the same time. You're the fucking, you're going to be the, the hero of the, the school. And also, oh my God. Um, uh, psychologically uh, damaged. So Exactly. <laughs> yeah, all these kids end up in rehab. Oh. Yeah, most likely. No, but it's, I mean, I deal a lot with consent, actually, as a dating coach. It's so interesting to me, anytime... There's someone under 18, especially like there's really no excuses. Like the adult, the uh, the person over 18 or people over 18 have they're going to go to jail. Like it's up to them to make the more rational decision. Right. Always. And I mean, even two adults, same thing. I mean, it's it, any sort of violation is not OK. So I don't know in that situation. I don't know, because obviously she probably didn't say, OK, take a picture, put your skirt on my face and take a picture. But they're still adults. Right, they so they know. needed to be responsible. Like, this why is, was he there in the first place? A child's right. mind, uh, look, uh, until you get to a certain age, your mind is not fully baked. And yeah. you can make the case that some kids are more mature, some are not. But just as a rule of thumb, they choose the age 18 because psychologically, you are not fully there. Physiologically, you are, easily, you are not fully yeah. there. That's the brain true. is not done. A yeah. lot of times, yeah. Your body's not done either. Well, anyway, guys, that's it for this week. Aaron, thank you for coming in. What is your your website? <laughs> oh my gosh, my website is thedatingadvicegirl.com. I'll link to it on our website. Yay. And Rucka, your website? Ruckasworld.com. I'll link to both on our website. Tune in next week. Thank you again. What's that noise? Hold on. Can it's you... called metal, oh, Rucka. Keep... We've been <laughs> over this. What is this shit? It's called metal. Anyway, tune in next we, week, guys. We didn't get to the Armenian Minute. It's not going to happen this week. We're not having an Armenian Minute. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Tune in next week for the Armenian Minute. Not going to happen. But most of all, you're welcome. Maddox. All right. I just finished listening to episode seven. I actually part into episode seven. And you talk about fucking coughing, you dumb bitch. <laughs> coughing evolves into teasing, you piece of shit. And Gengar evolved into Hunter. You What's dumb wrong bitch. with him? His phone. You're talking about I know Pokemon. You know fucking shit, you dumb motherfucker. Right. Anyways, I like your show. Oh. Thank you very much. I thought I was uh, a dumb motherfucker and a bitch a second Ali. ago. I've been a fan of you forever. Thanks. I shared the size. No. XL. No, we're not. XL. All we're right, cool. That. We no, got that. No. Write that down. No. Here's what? He said some nice things to us. They're all going to shrink, though, when they keep walking around. Wait, do you ever send shirts? Yeah. No. No, it's just a bit. It's a stupid bit. It's not going to happen. What bit? Here's another one. You got to love that Maddox calls people pokey casuals right after he claims that coughing evolves in a haunter. I hope I'm not the last person to mention this to you, by the way. Oh, no, you're not, shithead. Here's another one. Maddox, you piece of shit. Coughing evolves into wheezing. Not Haunter, idiot. Okay, and here's the same that guy. That's actually stupid fucking idiot. Weezing turns into, uh, fuck. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> idiot, what a moron. He sounds like an XL.
No. Like, he's, no. he's tall, but then he's a little bit overweight. He may, he, you know, I assume they all are because they don't play Pokemon enough. Here's, here's another one from the Drawling Aussie. Hey, Maddox. I actually work as a scientist, so I took it upon myself to calculate the probability of a bullet ever being fired down the barrel of another gun. I was able to put an upper bound on that figure, and it turns out that it's actually more likely than the probability of you ever finishing your fucking book. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Asshole. He's a man of science. All right, here's the last one. Hey, genius. I like how you make fun of people for not knowing about Pokemon, yet you think coughing evolves into Haunter. Yeah. Fucking dummy. Get <laughs> raped. Okay. You know what? I was trolling you. You idiots. Everyone who called in is a fucking tool and a sap and a moron because I was trolling you guys. I intentionally said that last episode to troll you idiots. And you guys took the bait hook, line, and sinker. By the way, that has been by far the most corrections I've ever received on any episode ever. Do you believe this shit, Aaron? That's because, well, yeah. What? <laughs> Were you about to say that's because a people coughing don't believe you? evolves into a... Into a, a Is that because people don't believe you with the trolling? Oh, you know what? I don't care what you guys fucking believe. I, I even wrote it down. That was a troll. She's just looking at you thinking of the man you could have been. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass. Oh my God. Garbage. Done. Cut it. Cut the episode, Sean.